Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Welcome inside the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. I am John Ledyard. With me is Trevor Sikama, and we are not talking draft this week. If you remember when I told you Friday uh, that we're actually going to be on Monday and Tuesday dropping pods this week, but then we've got a little break getting some time off finally. Uh, we're going to be off the rest of the week, and we'll be back the following Monday, dropping more good content for you, focusing on t- interior defensive linemen, and we'll work our way through uh, the rest of the position groups in the, in the NFL on the 2018 prospect, You know, look ahead to those prospects. But we're going to talk some straight NFL today for the next two days. We're talking NFC today. We're talking AFC tomorrow. We're giving you some rapid-fire thoughts uh, on the divisions in, in each conference and We'll start with the NFC West, Trevor. Right away, mm-hmm. this used to be the most competitive division in football, I think a lot of people would say. Right away. And then I, the Niners fired Jer- Jim and, Harbaugh. And then, yeah. And I don't. <laughs> I think right away you can almost eliminate two of these teams from playoff contention. I mean, yeah. we're going to be bold here and aggressive by saying that because, you know, everybody's going to say, well, wait, wait till they play games, you know. Well, we're not about that. We're about the takes right now. And I don't know how San Francisco or the Rams get into the playoff picture given the way that the NFC looks right now. No, I didn't mind the the I didn't mind what John Lynch was doing in his first year, the first draft that he did. I thought that was good. Um I thought he started taking it in the right direction, but this 49ers roster is still just uh it's it's just jumbled together like that it's it's that them and the Jets have got to be the worst rosters in the NFL in terms of like fit and where you can see production mm-hmm. coming, where you can see success coming. That's just not good and then the Rams Look, man, uh, this is pretty public. I'm not a Jerry Goff believer. Um, I don't think you are either. I don't know how many people really are other than people in the Rams organization, and that'll be to be determined as well to see how long that he gets to develop because I just I, – and it's not that you know people will say like, oh, he was a rookie last year. He's got to learn and everything. But the things with, with Goff is that he showed – he didn't really show traits where it's like, all right, yeah, he's building. Yeah, this right. is a learning year for him. You know, like he's got the arm, he's got the instincts, he's got the you know the mental clock in his head, the ice in his veins, all of that. It's just you know like learning the NFL game after that. I don't think he has literally any of those things that I just listed off. So it might be another really long year for the Rams. Yeah, I, I was of the opinion that there were no first round quarterbacks in that class. No, I didn't give anyone a first round value. Golf was my first quarterback. But I had him in like the early mid second round type proportion uh, of the draft, and I thought that the Rams doing what they did was just too much. Uh, you know, he's the kind of guy that to me I said needed a perfect type situation, uh, you know, a great situation to be a high end starter. You know, I think he's his ceiling is probably an average starter, a guy you can live with if you have a great team, you know, around him. I think, but I don't think he's ever going to be that elevates talent around him, and, and the Rams don't have much of it uh, right now. So. A lot of young guys in the receiving core that they're hoping step up. Um, I, I think, think the Cardinals are better this year. They're seven. They were seven and eight last year. 
I think they are not. Yeah, yes, I think they're better because John Brown comes back. I think DJ Humphreys is kind of solidified himself so on too. the left side. I think he's going to break out uh, over there. So I think that helps the offensive line, at least on the edges a little bit. Um, Dorian Johnson loved that pick. I think the offensive mm-hmm. line being better is huge because Palmer is a pure pocket passer. Um, but, you know, they've learned to rely on David Johnson. So offensively, they're in a good place. And defensively, they have tons of talent. I mean, one of the best, best pass rush tandems going back that, you know, they drafted Buda Baker at Tyron mm-hmm. Matthew healthy. I think yeah. tons of pieces. The the big key, I think, is going to be Carson Palmer. Is he able to play better this season? You know, he really has started. The decline looks like it's really begun for him um, after he had a great year. Was it two years ago? Um, yeah. The decline really looks like it's be, and he's 37. I mean, he'll be 38 by the time the season's over. You know, that's, it's not a knock on him. It's just kind of where they're at. And that, that to me is, will determine how their season goes. Cause I think they can run the ball well enough. I think they have enough weapons still in the passing game. And I think defensively they can turn people over and they can get after the quarterback, two things that you need to be able to do. But how is Carson Palmer going to play this season? I really think Arizona's year kind of rides on what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and Seattle's probably still the cream of the crop in this division. Sure, but you know how they mess around in the regular season. <laughs> and you know how the, the Rams always beat them once or twice. Uh, it's just weird. You know the Cardinals usually give them a hard time. Forty ers will probably give them a hard time. They have a hard time in their division. So you know one or two things go wrong. But I uh, you know I don't know how this offensive line. If they're better, it's not going to be my much. They're counting on Ifedi developing. I think, um, and they're counting on George Font developing. And uh, Luke Jokel may play guard, he may play tackle, but they're basically counting on him developing because he's been a bust to this point in his career. Um, the receiving core is excellent. Uh, the, t- t- the weapons in the offense are excellent. I think the running game will be even better. C.J. Procise mm-hmm. uh, back in the fold. You know, Eddie Lacy dropping, shedding some pounds, it seems like. Um, I think he can I be- think both of those teams, the Cardinals and the Seahawks, finish 9-7. and seven, Or one yeah. of them maybe finishes 10-6, and six, but I think they're both pretty much a 9-7 and seven team. The Cardinals and the Seahawks. Yeah, you think Seahawks are nine and seven in the regular season? What worries you about them? Um, like you said, like I think the Cardinals are going to play them better. The, mm-hmm. Like division games are, are are always tough, and I think they play they play Atlanta, they play mm-hmm. Green Bay. I think there's one other opponent that they play that I was just like, oh yeah, that was and to you know that offensive line. I think that's the only reason why I say that. Like sure. I think they're a nine and seven, ten and six team, but um. That all kind of depends on their offensive line, which I think is always super shaky. I love Russell Wilson. I love how he just improvises, but mm-hmm. there's only so much you could do, I right. feel, sometimes. So that's why I think they're probably both right around there. And, you know, I mean, like, if you eliminate the tie between the Seahawks and the Cardinals, you can have it go either way, and those teams would have finished 10-6, and 8-8 eight and eight last year, or like however, like if the Cardinals would have won that. But I guess it just, just depends how you look at it. That's how I think it. I think I like Seattle a good bit more than Arizona still this season. I, don't I think, I think gonna, it's closer. Anything. I think they'll win that division. They might lose a game to Arizona because that's just how they are. But I, I think they'll win that division fairly handily um, by a game or two. Maybe what about the South? Your, your South, uh, your NFC South. I think the bucks are the team. I I've been saying is I think they're the team on the rise. Um, and they did a ton of stuff this off season to put themselves in that position. The problem is I think Atlanta's just as good, if not better than they were last year. And oh, New, Orleans, yep. New Orleans, I mean, they, they really, you can knock a lot of things with New Orleans, but they were largely horrible on defense because they didn't have bodies. You know, they half their mm-hmm. dudes got hurt. So there's no way they're as bad again on defense, I don't think. Not with adding Lattimore and getting Delvin Bro back from injury and, you know, PJ Williams back in the fold, Kenny Vassaro back in the fold. Um, 
uh, Hayoli Kakaha, uh, Nick or Sheldon Rankins uh, getting going um, in terms of, you know, he missed the first several, I think he missed a good chunk of the season last year with a broken fibula. Um, Stephone Anthony was like MIA the whole year. I don't know what was going on there. It sounds mm-hmm. like they sat him down. But right now they didn't add him when it looks like he's slated to be a starter. I love, yeah, I love their draft. Game. I mean, yeah. you know, they they do a lot of good things. As long as you got Drew Brees, you got a chance, right? So yeah. um, they're they're definitely a wild card because what did they finish last year? Seven and nine. Yeah, like it's hard it's hard to imagine the Saints having a losing record. It just always is. Even with the NFC South, is tough man. Like so much is going to be on Sarkeesian, uh, how he's going to take over and how he's going to mm-hmm. fill in for. Shanahan, because you're, I think the Falcons roster is even better than it was last year. You know, right. I think even, you know, Tevin Coleman's going to be even better, which is crazy to think. Uh, they batted, obviously, Dontari Poe, which, mm-hmm. geez, man, like, save some for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> that but, was the big weaknesses, too, right? I mean, yeah, like, their D I mean, line, like, their O line. But I mean, this is the t- this is a team that should be the super. We should be talking about them as Super Bowl champions, right? And not only Super Bowl champions, like they had a phenomenal year, almost oh, yeah. an unstoppable year, right. you know, and. So this is the team that really should have won the Super Bowl, and they only got better in the offseason. So I guess, yeah, a lot of it rides on Sarkeesian, how he's going to stay creative in the offense. As long as he does that, they have plenty of personnel. Buccaneers, obviously, you know, free agents, the draft, whatever. Like, they are, they have all the pieces they've wanted to be able to do what they want. They're certainly going to compete. And then I wonder how much that running game and those dynamic players that Carolina drafted is really going to help. Because Cam Newton, obviously super and electric quarterback who plays the most important position on the team that defense has got to get back up to where they were and O'Keefe was hurt last year so it'll help with him being back but man, it's just where do you it's hard because people ask me though what do you think the Bucs are going to finish this year talent wise if they finish anything less than nine and seven or ten and six it's a disappointment if they win more than that they're kind of ahead of schedule on the free agents that they brought in the the guys that they added in but like that's their target I mean if you go down and you look at the games there's not a single division game, minus maybe the Falcons because they have the better roster. Um, but there's not like it. Saints at Panthers, uh, Bucks at Saints, whatever it is, almost every single division game is a toss up. Like it, it doesn't matter where it's at. It, minus maybe the Falcons in a couple situations where you're just like, yeah, the roster's too talented. They have a couple mismatches here. They're clearly the favorite. Every other NFC South division game could be a toss up, and that's why it's hard to it's hard to give predictions on where they're going to finish this year because I think they're, they all have the potential to be good. But I do think the Panthers have the worst I think so too. roster yes. in the division. They I, would need the most help, yeah. I think. Which they would Newton has shown the ability to do, but <laughs> right, right. I, last year it didn't happen. And, and they are bad. I mean, Christian McCaffrey is going to give them a dynamic element to their offense for sure, but their outside receivers don't impress me. Um, you know, their tackles, if it's Darrell Williams and Matt Khalil. I mean, Matt Khalil, they got him to play left tackle and – that's great that he's there with his brother, but nothing about his career so far has made us think that he'll be even average uh, at left tackle. Um, their guard plays good. Their center plays good interior. I think they're still going to be able to run the football. Um, but pass protection, I bet Newton takes a beating again this season. I don't know that that will change. Um, defensively, I don't think they have great pass rushers. You know, they don't they rush for a lot, and I don't think they have great pass rushers. Um, obviously, the linebacker core is outstanding. Uh, Thomas Davis, another year on him, though. And the cornerbacks... James Bradbury played pretty solid last year, but outside of that, you know, this is just a group that I don't see. There's there's not many players you can hang your hats on. I, I'll be surprised if Carolina's, especially given the toughness of the NFC, if they're in the playoff picture this year. Cam Newton's going to have to have another MVP season and maybe then some 
uh, because that defense was terrific that past that year that that happened and mm-hmm. a lot of turnovers and I I don't know whether that's repeatable for them. It's uh, tough to like predict that. turnovers, you know. Like I've even mm-hmm. been going back looking at that. You know, I did, I just did an article looking at yeah. the O two Bucks defensive team. And they had thirty one interceptions. Right. Like that's insane. And pe- people wonder, like, oh, but why didn't this team repeat, win another title? And there were certain factors that went into it, but mainly like that year. That year was so crazy good, Whoa, and it's yeah, so – like you you can have all the defensive players. When it comes down to it, defense, it's just about putting the guys in the right place. A lot of times turnovers themselves are kind of just luck when you think yeah. about it. You, oh, know, yeah. you, can, you can have plenty of guys who can force fumbles, but ball bounces this way, bounces this way, they recover it. Okay, well, mm-hmm. they go down, score a touchdown that drive. It could have gone the other way. You get the ball, you score a touchdown. You know, it's just – turnovers are so hard to it, – it, it's hard to – count on turnovers mm-hmm. i guess is what i'm saying you know you can put plenty of people in the right situation but um when you start saying yeah they got to get a lot of turnovers to win games at that point i'm like okay so right you can't bank you can't bank on <laughs> they're it like it's not, not gonna win games yeah, yeah it's not a strategy to build around for sure um so yeah the south is going to be very competitive i still think atlanta like you said is the best team in it but i expect tampa bay and new orleans to make a strong push this year um, and it could come down to injuries uh, and, and things of that nature because I do think those that'll be a tough division. It's hard for me to imagine anyone you know, taking over for Green Bay in the NFC North. I, Chicago's not ready. I, I like oh. some of their pieces. They're going to be able to run the ball, I think, pretty well. Um, I, I think they got a little bit better, but I don't see them being ready to compete for a playoff spot. Um, Minnesota, I don't think Bradford's a bad player. It doesn't look like we're going to have Bridgewater this season right now. We'll see what happens, but – um, I don't think Bradford's a horrible quarterback at all, but he's not the kind of guy that's going to elevate play around him. They got a little bit better up front, but they could they have gotten much worse. I mean, uh, on the offensive side of the ball, defensively they're still going to be a tough team, but um, I don't think it's going to be enough. I, I think Minnesota looks like a 500 type team to me, and Detroit. I don't know that they got better in the off season. Um, you know that offensive line losing Taylor Decker is a pretty big blow. I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, Greg Robinson, fine. A new landing spot. I think it's a smart investment for a sixth rounder, but reality right. is the the level of play is still going to drop off there pretty significantly. And I still right. don't think they can run the football. I, and that's Stafford's got to do everything again. Uh, I mean, they ask him to do Marv, or Andrew Luck type things. I mean, they ask him to be that type of an impact, uh, you know, and they've at least given him some better protection than Luck's had. But I, I just don't think that that's, the recipe for success on this team is I think they would benefit so much from being able to run the ball at a high level. And I think they've got the offensive line in place to do it. I just, Mir Abdullah can't stay healthy. Theo Riddick can't stay healthy. Neither of those guys really you know, profile as feature type backs. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that there's still enough weaknesses here in this division. I would be really surprised if Green Bay doesn't win this division. If I, I, that's a, I think it's a one team in the playoffs from mm-hmm. the NFC North. Yep, that's I agree. Just, that's the way I see it. Yeah, I think you're going to get two from the south, one from the north, and then the east is the tough. I mean, Dallas, people talk about, oh, they could regress this season, but I don't know, man. Like, the receiving core is just as good. Dez is fully healthy, and it looked like he Uh and Dak were were clicking. Why wouldn't Dak and Elliott be even better with another year under their belt? I mean, there's not much reason to assume they won't be. The offensive line's got to deal with, uh, you know, losing Leary and uh, Doug Free retiring, but – their best three players are still in place. Uh, but like even if even if they regress, what do they finish in? Eleven and five? 
You know, yeah. like you, you take two wins away from that team. If you say, hey, Dak regresses a little bit. He's not going to have the completion percentage he did last year. He's not going to be as efficient. That's really tough to repeat. I agree. Sure. But OK, t- take two losses away from him. Eleven and five is probably still win in the East or at yeah. least getting in the playoffs. You know, I agree. I mean, Philly did a lot of good things with the roster, but that's going to be a big step forward for Carson I think, Wentz. I think the I Redskins think. are going to be not good. Yeah, that, I mean they could not good. They could definitely fall off. I think I think that we started seeing them fall off, and I team. think that's going to continue. Yeah, I think they're a five win team. I, I think the Eagles are probably yeah, probably like eight and eight, yep. and I I still think the Giants and the Cowboys are the two at the top. Whichever yep. one wins the division wins the division, but I think both of them get in the playoffs again. I agree. I I don't think Washington offensively got better. I think that line is pretty good. That offensive line is pretty strong, but I don't see them having a significantly different rushing attack I, I don't see the receiving cores being as good as it was last year although I like prior you know I think that the group that they had last year was was even better and I think that losing Jackson and losing um who was it uh Garcon um and the chemistry that they had with Cousins even though I think they did what they could to supplement mm-hmm. that with prior but Dotson's basically going into his rookie season um and I like Jameson Crowder I think the hype has gotten a little out of control there though and um you know, defensively they can do some nice things but again I don't there's there's enough weaknesses that I I don't I'm with you that I don't see a team that maybe six wins um, next season you know maybe seven but I I think they're in that type of a range more as a team and I think it does come down to the Giants and the Cowboys and for the Giants doesn't it come down to what Eli Manning can do the, the weapons are clear around him I mean the the receiving core is unbelievable Odell Beckham Brandon Marshall Sterling Shepard get yeah. Evan Engram in the first round yeah uh, I know the offensive line isn't great but a lot of West Coast concepts they're getting the ball out quick here. Um, mm-hmm. And they got the running backs to run that kind of thing too. Yeah, they got Paul Perkins with another year under his belt. I like Wayne Gallman, Shane Vereen. I mean, they've got enough there at least that they can help shoulder the load a little bit. Um, and the defense is phenomenal. I mean, this was unbelievable defense to watch last year. I don't think they'll fall off at all. In fact, I think B.J. Goodson could be an upgrade for them at linebacker. I think he was banged up some last season. Uh, the corner play, I mean, this they play more man coverage than any other team in the NFL. And Landon Collins' emergence, um, this My is boy. a really good team. This is a uh, – the Giants have tons of talent. God. Hair God, Landon Collins. Yes, very true. Yeah. If you haven't seen Landon Collins' hair, boy, let me tell you, yeah. it is elite. He is. He's an a elite hair guy, uh, which only adds to the strength of the unit. Let's be honest. I mean, if you ask me, it's my how my scouting reports go. And know? swagger. They're, that's a chirp unit completely. I mean, Collins, Rogers Cromartie, Janoris Jenkins. Jenkins. Oh, my goodness. Eli <laughs> yeah. Apple's mom. <laughs> I remember Eli Apple's mom. Chirp queen. Uh, I remember I was watching, a, uh, I, think, I think this was last year when the Giants were playing the Steelers, and Antonio Brown had this, like, this comeback catch and a little like out route or a curl. And there was just basically like inches of space between Jenkins and Antonio Brown. And Antonio caught it and somehow like ballerina got two feet in, just tiptoed the very last part of the sideline. And I just remember because they were mic'd up for it. So they were they were talking the whole game. And then Janoris Jenkins is like, there's no way you caught that. There's no way. And Antonio <laughs> Brown's just like pointing to the ground the whole time. And Jenkins is like, there's no way. There's no way. And then, you know, they show it on the replay and they, they're both like, oh, what? What? You know, they go crazy. So I don't know. He, that's a that's a fun unit to watch. Yeah, they're 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 they, they talk a bunch of trash, but they also back it up with their play like that. 
what they did last year was really, I mean, defensively, I thought they were a blast to watch because they turned people over, but also they're asked to execute really tough assignments. I mean, they're, a lot is put on that secondary, and that unit really stepped up last season. One of the bigger surprises in the, around the league, I think. Um, man, when I think about playoff teams, and if I'm picking, I'm picking six. It sounds boring, but I'm not sure I see any of the division winners getting supplanted. I'm sure one will, but for the most part, I, I'll be shocked if Green Bay and Seattle don't win their divisions. And mm-hmm. I'm with you. Atlanta and and Dallas have stiff competition, but I think they're, they're still enough. the best two teams. Yeah, they're good enough. Yeah. I have um, a hard time not picking those four teams again. It's I think it's gonna I think it's gonna go down to really I think you and I are in agreement it's gonna be Cowboys, Giants, Seahawks, Packers, Falcons are basically locks. Mm-hmm. And then I think it's gonna come down to either the Cardinals or the Bucks, which everyone has a better year. And they actually play each other. So um I think the Bucks and the there. Giants are getting those wild card spots. I That's do too. I think. I think I'm I'm leaning with you. I, I hate to agree with you completely on this, but it's uh, it's it's hard to see anybody else. There's just because I I would like to pick, like I, I don't have a problem with if if you go hey the Saints are going to get in too. Right. I don't have a problem with three going in from one division. But I like when I was talking about the NFC South teams, I'm afraid that those teams would just beat each other up too much for for all of them to get in. You know I I think that the Giants could pick on the Redskins, the Eagles more, the Cardinals could pick on the Rams and the 49ers more in a couple games here and there would get them in over, say, maybe a better team that might be a third team in the divi- in a division like the NFC South. Right. So that's why um, I think the second team does eventually come from the South, and I think it's going to be the Bucks. Yeah, I think the Bucks. I'm, I've been kind of saying that they're going to keep taking steps, and this is the year, man. They've got to get in the playoffs, they I think. And yeah. I think Winston's going to put the team on his back and get him there. Um, you know, they might be one game and out, but, I mean, I, I think the hard in. knocks curse. That's right. The hard knocks curse. The Saints got to beat the fact that they're cursed because that's what it seems like every year. Their injuries just pile up, and already you've got Nick Fairley um, struggling with it. Looks like a heart issue that could end his career early, sadly enough, because he really had a great season last year. So already it's kicked up for them again. And the Giants, it's going to come down to Eli Manning, I think. So it could honestly almost come down to Eli Manning, Drew Brees, who depreciates faster. And that looks like it's been Manning at this point uh, because. All the pieces are in place in, with the Giants. I mean, if he goes back and has a great year, there's not a whole – I mean, the offensive line, like I said, not great in terms of pass protection, but he still didn't take many sacks last season, didn't take many hits last season. So I think there's definitely holes there, but I think they're built to overcome them. But I think a lot of pressure, not only on Eli, but also on, on Ben McAdoo. I think he's got to step up. I don't think he's proven that his stuff works consistently. Um, at this point, um, and I think he's got to have a nice season and adjust some things with the amount of weapons that he has coming into the fold that weren't around last year, another year under Sterling Shepard's belt. Um, I think that the Giants are poised for big things if those two guys step up. They could push for the Cowboys, but other than that, yeah, I don't. Detroit, I'll be shocked. Minnesota, I'll be not completely shocked because I think Zimmer's a heck of a coach and anything could happen there, but. I don't know that I see them as a playoff team. Chicago, uh, Carolina, San Francisco, the Rams, Washington. Yep. Those would be the teams that really surprise me, I think. Yep. So good chatter on the NFC. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk AFC with you guys. We'll do the same thing, run down the divisions real quick, give you thoughts on playoff teams we think that will emerge from that conference. NFC is is has probably like 10, 11 teams in the in the race to me still at this point. The AFC, I'm not sure whether I'll be so kind to the chances of everybody in that division. But 
Uh, yeah, we'll talk some NFL with you the rest <laughs> of the week, and eventually we'll get back to the draft next week after we come back from our little hiatus. But as always, man, keep it locked right here on Locked On NFL Draft.